Watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man. I don't even know what it calls Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, Ye, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up. Get out of bed and listen to the Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 y
And so yet another setback there. All right. Also, Deion Sanders is putting 10 NFL teams on blast. And that is for missing Jackson State's Pro Day. So what it is is um, they gave the student athletes a chance to show off their skills in front of NFL scouts. 22 teams showed up. But Deion Sanders put on blast the 10 who didn't. Here's what he said. Our pro day at 22 HBCU. teams out here? Yeah, and you guess what? That means 10 of them is missing. <laughs> and don't, don't think I ain't going to call you out. You're 10 that's missing. If I catch you at Mississippi State or Ole Miss, it's going to be a problem. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Our kids are that good that you should have shown up to. Exposure is important. And I'm going to expose them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My desire is, is, is seven to ten players this, this year drafted. Then we're going to try to double that and double that, and then the sky's going to be the limit. I love what Coach Sanders is doing, man. No, I love that too because that's a good use of social media. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, you put those NFL teams on blast for not showing up the pro day because, you know, Kids will go to Jackson State for Dion, but they also want to be able to say, hey, this is a program that can possibly get me into the league as well. Absolutely. So, yes, it's very important that those uh, pro, those scouts show up to Pro Day. And it was a joint Pro Day, so it was three HBCUs. And they held that joint Pro Day in part to give more HBCU players a chance to show off their skills in front of NFL scouts. And actually, last year, there were no HBCU players selected in the draft. So uh, Coach Sanders is saying that he hoped that never happens again. Here he is calling out those teams. Good day and God bless. Yesterday was phenomenal. All the kids that participated on Pro Day, hats off to you. God bless you. 24 teams came to witness our kids yesterday in its entirety. And I appreciate you. But there's 32 teams uh, in this Crayola box. Therefore, the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Texans, the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Panthers, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Where are thou? Mm. And the NFL, make, it makes no sense because the league is like 70%, 80% black players. So why wouldn't you go to where the black players are? <laughs> like there's, there's an abundance of black players at HBCUs. Go get some of them hidden gems, man. All right, now this is an update for DJ Envy. Uh, the quote-unquote gay dog that was given up by its owners over perceived homosexual behavior now has been adopted. So, that's good news, right? North Carolina mm -hmm. Steve Nichols told TMZ that he and his longtime partner, John, adopted Fesco Tuesday after hearing the story. He said he felt an immediate connection to Fesco as he explained that both he and John have faced discrimination in their own lives. So, oh, the gay dog got adopted by a gay couple? Yes. Yep. Drop on the clues bombs for all this gayness. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So... There you go. The dog's name is now Oscar. Once again, though, <laughs> the dog's behavior was not gay. It was just the behavior just of a dog. a dog. Okay? The dog got dropped off to the animal shelter for being a dog. That's what dogs do. Male dogs hump other male dogs as a sign of dominance. Okay? Male dogs sniff other dogs' butts, male or female. Okay? They lick their privates and All their right, other others' privates. I'm we just understand. saying. We understand. Dogs. He was being a dog. My God. All right, Oscar, enjoy your new Oscar. home. There you go. They changed his name? Yeah. yeah. Nah, Fesco was, Fes was way more fire. You like Oscar? Fesco Fes was way more fire than Oscar. Come on. Oscar's man. named after Oscar Wilde, the Irish poet and playwright. Oh, I thought they was named was also Who was also gay, by the way. I thought they were naming their dog after they baloney. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Oscar Wiener, that's what I thought. But nah, Oscar. Fesco was way Oscar more fire. Fesco was better. Was the dog, was he, was it, wasn't the dog named after the guy from Euphoria? Wasn't his name before named Fesco? Uh -huh. Drop on the clues box with Fesco. That's the yeah, I like Fesco, Fesco man. Come on, then you get you another dog named Ashtray. That's what you do. Come they're on, they're restarting his life. Yeah.
All right, that's your rumor. Just can't I mean, change from somebody's news. name. Yes, you can. No, they did it. Yes, you definitely can. You yeah. definitely can. <laughs> we do it all the time. Yes. <laughs> you you call it? yourself Envy. Very true. <laughs> Charlemagne. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's a new dog. They're going to be calling Oscar. The dog's not even going to know his name. He'll, he'll learn it. <laughs> he'll Just learn. like you learned Envy. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Bob. calling from the 313. Bob, what's up? 313, what's happening? Get it off your chest. Good morning. No, I was just calling to say good morning to y'all and that I appreciate y'all. I listen to y'all every morning. Thank you, okay. King. Well, we thank appreciate you, so much. you. Yes, sir. Good morning, Anthony Yee, Charlamagne the God, DJ Envy. Hey, Charlamagne, I need one of them books from Dr. Reba. I think I got, you know what's so crazy? I got one left, too. I'm going to send it to you. It's, it's yours. The Unapologetic Please, Guide sir. to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker. It's yours. Hold on. Don't hang up. Hello, who's this? Oh, good morning. Angela. Hey, what's oh, good? <laughs> Snack man, how are you? Good, thank you. All right, um, I only say one joke, but before I say the joke, All right. um, I have a I, I had a show March 9th and I posted my video for you. Where'd you post it? How can we see uh Snack Man perform his oh, stand up comedy live? Yeah, just go just put into your, your search engine uh W M D C AKA Snack man. Okay. All right. Now let's hear your your one joke. Okay. I and found begin. it. There is a problem with the bathroom at my job. It keeps flooding. This company is so cheap. Instead of fixing it, they move the seafood department over there to cover the smell. Hey, Snack man. I'm just glad you got a job, man. Don't ever, 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 ever quit your day job. Watch okay. Snack man God on stage. bless you too. Don't at the ever, stress factory. ever quit your job, please. WMDC, aka Snack Man, show him some love, get him some views. Right now he's at 15. 15 views. 16 now. Oh my gosh. Hello, who's this? This is Anthony from Tampa. Anthony from Tampa, what's up? Get it off your chest. Good morning, Breakfast Club. To the point. Uh, effective cancellation of the term "good for you." Good for you. <laughs> you don't like good for you. But sometimes it's so good to say that, especially when you really don't mean it. It is right up there with "Hey, buddy." Hey, buddy. Have a nice life. <laughs> oh, I love having a nice life. Have a nice it's, life. It's, it's, now, with the, this, I try to tell people the alternative is just say, "That's what's up." You know, hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. True, 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 true is one of those two. True, true. People be like, true, true. Right, hey, buddy, you have, you have a good you have a good day, all right? <laughs> and have a nice life. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this good morning it's lovey from the south Bronx, living hard for ct now peace king lovey what up peace, king. i'm blessed black and highly favored good morning to my breakfast club morning yes morning, sir morning. i want to tell me i want to thank you guys for sending me the book by dr walker 
it changed my perception. And I want to pick your brain about something you got out of it. Okay. When she was talking about her low-key thoughts of like, suicidal thoughts, do you think these brothers out here taking each other's heads off are low-key suicidal cases running around? I, th- I, I don't value their own life. So they definitely don't value the next one's life. Yeah, but I yeah I look at it in a different way. I look at it that you know that they, they 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 got so much hurt and so much trauma in them that they haven't yeah. dealt with it, and a lot of times we end up projecting that hurt or trauma on the other people, you know. And I do yeah I do feel like sometimes suicide people hurt them, hurt themselves, but other people that are hurt hurt others. Right. I labeled that when you were talking about it. I label everything. I call it black anxiety suppression. Just the anxiety of being black. Mm. Black, black anxiety suppression. The suppression of that, because a lot of us don't address it, haven't addressed it. Yeah, we don't deal with that anger. We don't deal with we don't deal with the root causes of our hurt, and most of the time, it, it, it stems from something that happened to you in your childhood too. Facts, facts. That's why, oh man, I, that's why I encourage these brothers out here just to love on each other a little bit more. My son and I came up with something, and I want to tell you, you know, my son is I'm a single father, so we came up with a hypothesis. Of first of all, what's your PF rating today, brother? What's PF? What's your psychological fortitude? What's your PF? Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. What is yours today? I want to know what's everybody today. Um, today, hey, today, I'm, 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 I'm at about a seven today. I feel good. I'm just, I'm just a little exhausted. That's all. I feel you. I'm just being a black man. We are exhausted. And what if, what if they had a mask? displayed your PS with me. This is a hypothesis me and my son came up with. And if you're on a woman, you're all the way done, somebody just runs up and gives you a hug. Yeah, that's why you got to tell people, man. Tell other men, too. I love you. I value you. I appreciate you. Tell people you love them, you value them, you appreciate them. That right there makes your PF rating go up. Absolutely, brother. Look, I love you, King, man. I love you guys. are the fabric of the culture. I love what you do. Keep it up, man. You know you know what it is, man. Follow me on the gram. Love you, XL, H-0. I'm around. All right, love, love you. you, King. Hello, who's this? Matt Thor from Harlem. What's your name? Matt Thor. All right, bro. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, hey, I want to send a quick freestyle for y'all, man. Nah, we good. Last person that kicked the freestyle this week didn't do too well. Oh, well, let's give him a chance. We good, sir. My only shot, man. Only shot, man. It's not your only shot. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is not even a shot, sir. Come on, lose yourself. This is not going to do anything to change your life. She love to do the split soap, bottles of water, she drenched it. Grand crew mixed it with grapefruit. I told you not to grapefruit. Cop the gray suit for trial now. Daddy, that sh- wild now. 530 went for chow down, not bow down. When a bitch go Mac, she ain't going back. My pimp game so intact, I could throw it back like Dotson, free and nigga like Cosmos. Oh boy. All right, all right, all right. I love all the OG references. You know, I'm 43 years old, so when you say throw it back like Stockton, I know what you mean. When you say get him off like Cochran, I know what you mean. Okay, somebody born in 20, 2000 has no idea what you're talking about, but I do. Okay? Hey, yo, can I, can I shout out my Instagram real quick? Yeah, sure. Hey, yo, it's Napsauce2020. Napsauce. Harlem stand up. I'm on the Breakfast Club. God bless y'all, man. Good morning. Appreciate it, Charlamagne. Appreciate it, Envy. Appreciate Angela Yee. No problem. Yes, sir. All Thank right, you. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way. The iHeartRadio Music Awards were last night, and we'll tell you the winners. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's Good morning. What's happening? Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to iHeart Awards. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. <sighs> So, the ninth annual iHeartRadio Music Awards was yesterday, airing from L.A. I had no idea. <laughs> you didn't know? I had zero idea. Not That's it. how you know iHeart is a big It was on our schedule company. for all this time. I had no idea that iHeart Awards was happening last night. I mean, know. we didn't get invited, but we knew about it because it was on the, on the calendar that... I, Our producer sends us every day. I had no idea. I didn't know either. Well, y'all need to read that. But I didn't it know if they were taping. I didn't every... know if it was live. I didn't know where it was being shown. I didn't know. I saw it on Shade Room. Did you see that? I saw that. I was oh, like, oh, goodness. okay. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the winners then. <laughs> Song of the Year was Dua Lipa, Levitating. Female Artist of the Year was Olivia Rodrigo. Male Artist of the Year was Little Nas X. Best Duo Group was uh, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars with Silk Sonic. Best um, new pop artist was Olivia Rodrigo. Also, pop album of the year was Adele. Hip-hop song of the year was Pop Smoke, What You Know About Love. Hip-hop artist of the year was Drake. Best new hip-hop artist was Young Blue. Hip-hop album of the year was The Off Season by J. Cole. R&B song of the year was Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. R&B artist of the year was Jasmine Sullivan. Best new R&B artist was Giveon. And so those are some of the winners. And Megan Thee Stallion accepted the Trailblazer Award at the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Here's what she had to say on that stage. I will keep on continuing to be a voice for the voiceless. I will keep on fighting for all the injustices that me, my black women, my black men are facing. And I will keep showing up and showing out even in the face of adversity. How did they pick the winners for the iHeart Awards? Like, I know other award shows, like, you know, we're, we're, I've voted for other award shows before, like, but how did they pick the iHeart Award winners? I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you said what? People vote. He, he said people vote. Who are people? Like, 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 people that's like, like, people, like listeners? listeners or people who yeah, work on the staff? listeners. Anybody. Yeah, how are you acting like you know all of a sudden? Because I hear Eddie screaming it out. Oh. <laughs> from the other room. Okay. Ain't you an executive here? Yes. Well, what? Shouldn't you know these things? No, clearly I don't. They must promote. <laughs> they must promote this stuff just on the pop station. <laughs> this must be just for the pop station. All right, now J Lo accepted her Icon Award at the iHeartRadio Music Awards, and Ben Affleck was in the crowd in the audience, very excited, stood up and clapped and everything. And here's what she said: Icon, I can overcome negativity, and so can you. Every single moment. She also performed as well after getting that prize. And LL Cool J was hosting and he performed. All right, also, we told you Little Nas X was Male Artist of the Year, and here's what he had to say as he got his award. I always get shaky when I come on the stage, like, no matter what. I wouldn't be where I am right now in my life and career if I weren't delusional. To think that I can make a song about a man lusting after another man in a world where... in a world where it's still legal in many places 
to be prosecuted and actually killed for being who you are, being gay. It's, it's delusional to think that that song could be the number one song in the world. Uh, and I just want to say, in general, it's okay to be delusional when you're chasing your dreams. All right, so that was a little bit of a recap from the iHeartRadio Music Awards yesterday. I wish I'd have known about it. I'd have watched. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you can go back now. I'm sure it's available to stream. You already tell us the winners. So you might want to see the performances. I saw it on Shade Room. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now the Oscars have announced that Beyonce will be performing King Richard's song, Be Alive, at the 2022 Academy Awards. That all goes down this Sunday, so you know when that's happening. And, you know, previously she had talked about wanting to actually perform that song live uh, pre-taped from the tennis courts where Venus and Serena used to train in Compton. So we're not sure if that's going to be happening or or if she's going to do it from... Uh, the theater. So I guess, you know, we'll find out about that yeah, soon I'm not, enough. I'm not watching that either. Text me when uh, Beyonce performs and text me when uh, the best actor and best supporting actress category comes up because I want to see if Will Smith wins, which I think he will. I, and he I want to see win. if uh, Ajene wins. So we're, still, we're supposed to all keep you updated? <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch. Talking to but you, you guys but watch yes. and text him. Somebody will. Guaranteed. <laughs> all right. Now, Jay Prince has called out the Grammys and suggested that Kanye, Drake, and more artists go up against the awards show and do their own rival concert. He said, I've been watching the Grammys control and dictate our culture to their benefit up close and personal for the past 30 years that I've been in the music business. And all the artists, managers, and execs would do is complain, but never have the nuts to come together to do anything about it. Even though the latest episode deals with Trevor Noah and the canceling of Kanye West, this racist act is so much bigger than them. Let's just start with the mindset of the words counsel and cancel, where the Grammys is concerned, and compare them to rehab and legal slavery where the penitentiary is concerned. So he goes on uh, to say that he thinks that people should basically uh, boycott the Grammys. And he said, hip hop versus the Grammys. He added Drake, Kanye, The Weeknd, Nicki. The powers that be will be mad at me about this one. But F them. I love the culture. The seed is planted. Let's water it. I, I respect the OG J Prince, but I just would like to know, how does that advance like the black community as a whole for people what to boycott mean? the Grammys. Like, there's so many other things that we can mobilize and galvanize people for. Like, there's a lot of pressing issues (laughs) that black people have, uh, black people are facing in America right now. I mean, you can mobilize and galvanize people for the George Floyd Policing Act, the John Lewis Voting Voting Rights Act. Let's mobilize the decriminalize and legalize weed on a federal level. Like, what what does boycotting the Grammys do for the average black person in America? Well, Damon Dash also is not here for the Grammys, taking Kanye West from its performance lineup. And he was talking to TMZ and he said, we make our own Grammys. So. Yeah. And it's crazy when I even see people like, like they'd be so happy about stuff like this. But it's just like if if people boycott the Grammys, that does nothing for your life. That's not going to make your gas prices lower. That's not going to make inflation go down. Like that does nothing for your everyday life. Artists boycotting the Grammys. Just quick question. Kanye and Drake came together to do that show Larry in LA Hoover. for Larry Hoover. Yes. Whatever happened? I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't even, hear, I haven't even heard the brother's name since. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. 
Thank you. Just, just a question. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can mobilize and galvanize for, like a lot of pressing issues. I don't think the Grammys is one of them at all. Well, well, I, mean, I could give a damn about the Grammys. I mean, this has been going on forever, though, exactly. where people are talking well, about the Grammys. not even that. Grammys. The Grammys is alive. They do live performance and live shows, right? So if Kanye's performing live and they feel like something is not right or he might say something, wouldn't it be smart and, to possibly pull him off just in case? And you know what? This would have never happened to Kanye if the OGs around Kanye would have pulled Kanye's coattail and told Kanye to relax a long time ago. You could be mad at the Grammys <laughs> on a lot of things, but the fact that they said, I'm going to pull him because he's performing live and we just don't know? Well, I, I don't understand why the OGs around Kanye know. got Kanye out here jeopardizing his business. That's what Kanye's essentially doing. He's jeopardizing his business. Making threats online, telling people I can afford to hurt you. To get you touched. Hey, yes, come on, I, man. Where do you live? The, the OG's supposed to pull up on him. His OG's around him supposed to say, yo, knock that off. And then these consequences wouldn't be happening then. All right. Well, that is your rumor report, guys. All right. Front page news. That's what we're talking about. Well, let's talk about the Katanji Brown Jackson confirmation hearing. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's first full day of questioning was yesterday. And we'll have some of uh, some of those highlights for you. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's NFT Tuesday. Here's the latest on the Breakfast Club NFTs. You want to meet the Breakfast Club? Just grab our free NFT name, Hopeful, and you can win a trip for two to meet the Breakfast Club in New York. For rules and to claim your free NFT, visit oneof.com by March 27th. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. All right, morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. All right, where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about Judge Katanji Brown Jackson and her first full day of questioning. And this is all for her uh, joining the Supreme Court. She will be the first black woman in that position, the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. So this is monumental. Now, she was questioned about a lot of different things. Uh, Senate Judiciary Chair Dick Durbin questioned her about packing the court, and here was her response. Can we agree that the... Uh the calls to pack the court, delegitimize the court? Respectfully, Senator, I'm not in a position to give my opinion on uh, issues that are policy issues concerning the court and not something that a judge would have to consider or sh should consider, in, in my view. I don't understand why you, you won't weigh in on this issue. I feel so strongly about ensuring that judges remain out of political debates. They should absolutely pack the court. It's the 6-3 conservative majority in the Supreme Court right now. I told y'all this already. Yes, pack the court and add four black women or add four people who will shift the balance of power in the Supreme Court right now. Yes. Well, that was definitely a, a trick question of trying to set a trap for her. I don't know if she should have said that right I mean, then. it wasn't her place. She, yeah. she had no business answering that. That's, so, that's not her That's why that's she not her answered it the way she should have. But they should pack the court is what I'm saying. I said that yesterday. All right. Now, Katanji also was questioned about critical race theory by uh, Senator Ted Cruz. Another book that is on the uh, summer reading for third through fifth grade is a book called Stamp for Kids, again by Ibram Kendi. Now what this book argues for is the exact opposite of what Dr. King spoke about on the floor of the, of the Lincoln Memorial. And, and are you comfortable uh, with, with these ideas being taught to children as young as four in, in respect to the first book, as young as eight and nine in respect to the second book. Senator, I have not reviewed any of those books, any of those ideas. They don't come up in my work as a judge, which I'm respectfully here to address. Absolutely. <laughs> she should just say, that ain't my bag. <laughs> that ain't my bag. 
That poor woman has had to endure what seems like a 48-hour job interview. Like, you can have that job. That's what I don't it want is. it. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> if, it, I, I, if, it wasn't for the, if it wasn't a Supreme Court seat, Lord have mercy. 48 hours, man? Mm-hmm. Well, let's skip ahead to something that people were talking about, and that is uh, her record on child porn cases. Keep in mind, this was a 12-hour-plus session that she went through yesterday. And so what they're saying, uh, some of the most contentious allegations against her is that she's soft on child porn offenders and... Uh, she says nothing could be further from the truth. Here is what she had to say in response to that. It is important to me to make sure that the children's perspective are represented in my sentencing. For every defendant who comes before me and who suggests, as they often do, these crimes don't really matter, I tell them about the adults who were former child sex abuse victims who tell me that they will never have a normal adult relationship because of this abuse. And then I impose a significant sentence and all of the additional restraints that are available in the law. And they were saying that the recommended time that the prosecutors gave her, she was way less at that time. For or about those. a third of the cases. I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. Break that break down what she just said to me. Well, she's saying that terms. as a judge, she would take into account all the different aspects, like the Mental adults health. who did these mm-hmm. things yeah. and how they were also victims mm-hmm. of cases. So that's how she took into account everything. So she had empathy. Yeah, she had empathy. She okay. would take people's uh, laptops away, not allowing people to be on laptops and computers again. If they had mental problems, if they were uh, assaulted by uh, a, an adult when they were a child. So she took mm-hmm. all that into to play when she made those decisions. Mm. Right. So sometimes her sentencing did not fall within the guidelines. It would be below those guidelines. That's, I mean, to that point, I wonder do those people even need sentencing? Should they go to like some type of counseling? Should they go to some type of rehab? I'm not sure what time she gave him. If if she gave him rehab, if it was some time served, if if it was mental. Uh, and it's therapy, a lot of different cases sure. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, but she did say that guidelines are just a starting point for judges. Correct. And so that's what you look at, and you have to look at all the different factors when you determine these types of cases based on a number of different considerations. So. That's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, Lotto, Big Lotto will be joining Big Lotto. us. Whoop. Her album comes out this seven, Friday. 777. Seven, 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 Let's so we'll, get lucky and hit that 777. We'll talk to her next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. We have Lotto. Big Lotto. Big Lotto. Big Lotto. The biggest. Welcome. <laughs> What's happening? The album comes out this Friday. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm like feeling everything at once. Like I'm nervous, mm-hmm. but I'm anxious, but I'm happy. See, I like that honest answer because I, I always said after COVID, when you ask somebody how they doing, yeah, you you, you got to ask that sincerely, yeah. and expect like an honest answer. An honest answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited though. It's been a long time coming. How you feeling personally as a human? Forget the album, just you. Trying to trying to wrap my head around it all. Like it's happening so fast, and then it's just like a lot that I wasn't like made aware of, and it's just like like what? What was you made made aware of? Just like how in depth this stuff get, like it get crazy. What you mean in depth? I just came to rap. You you a business now? Now yeah. the work begins. Yeah. Congratulations on the number one record, right? Yes. Just had big Thank energy you. was number one. Congrats. Thank you. Big energy. A lot of people was in their feelings about that song. Yeah. If they didn't have that big energy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh-huh. But one of our listeners called in, and I want to get your advice. Here was her question. Mm-hmm. 
I started talking to a new guy and like everything was good, but like he kind of has like some female tendencies that I don't like, they kind of make me like cringe a little bit. What are, What do you mean by that? What do you mean by female tendencies? So like sometimes he'll sing songs that are like a little bit too feminine, like things like songs that he shouldn't be singing. And like what song? What songs are like, feminine songs? Okay, big <laughs> energy by Big Lotto. Like, I don't feel like a man should be singing those songs. Like, Lotto's I ain't record. gonna lie, those. I Lotto's love both. Record was the number one record. Man. I love both those songs, but okay. As a female, as a female, yes, I love both those songs, and I would sing them. But I don't think a man should be singing about those songs. <laughs> what do you say, Lotto? I, I don't agree with that. Can you say big, big energy, or as a guy, you can't sing that song? I think you can. First of all, I try at least, maybe not every song, but I try to make the most um, unisex music I think like out of a lot of female rappers I think I'm the one that makes music for both genders like my uncles my cousins my man his friends like they be bumping my junk now as a man of average penis size I was highly offended by your song uh, but if you listen to the song it's not about what's in your pants though it's not because I got big he says but go ahead continue on Charlamagne shut up why you what's up with you man (laughs) (laughs) she already from Atlanta okay relax bro <laughs> it's not a, it's not, a, it's not a like gender thing, or it's not literally what's in your pants. Though. Oh, no, that so energy you, does transfer over. I mean, the confidence that you have. Yeah, but that's where the saying come from because yeah. it come from like you know how they say men that know they got a lot of you know yeah. stain their pants, they be walking around like they don't stain. You know? I just feel like all penis sizes matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's very that's hurt. All. He cried. It's not about that. <laughs> 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 he did. <laughs> Well, it's not about that. E this morning, so we'll be all right. Now, Mariah, have, you ever, have you ever been wrong about somebody's energy, though? Goodness gracious. Like somebody um, walk in and they got that BDE, but then, you know, they was just... Have I ever been wrong? I don't think I ever been wrong. I really could smell that from a mile away. God damn. What you smell yeah, like? I'm like that. No, I have mercy. Mariah Carey, she cleared the sample, no problems? <laughs> Uh, Tom Tom Club cleared this out. Yeah, Tom that's Club. the original. Yeah. That's the original. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, genius of love. Genius of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you call big? Is it like like You're like did they hang like gosh, your ponytail? Like what is big? I knew you were just gonna give me this problem. <laughs> I'm just asking. I just want to know. <laughs> He's really hurt by big it. Big what? Big energy. Big lotto. Big energy. Big D. Big well, let me bring you energy. His uh wife. Oh, don't do that. Don't wife. do that. Bro, what uh-huh. is you talking cheated about? on him with a guy with a bigger right, penis. Right. His wife cheated with oh, Maxwell. Oh, that's what it See, is. <laughs> His wife cheated with Maxwell. That is not true. I don't want to know all the Exactly. I don't want to know all the I don't want to know. That was years ago. We've been together for a long time. <laughs> it's not about what's in your pants. I don't care who cheated on who. <laughs> Listen, all I know is, Lado, can so, we both agree so that asking, there is some small energy in this room from the two of them this morning? No, I'm not going to do them like that. No. Because this is feeling insecure. It's giving insecure. We're asking questions. Why can't we ask questions? I'm just asking questions. Anyways, back to the collar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, I don't agree with Shawty. I think that men can listen to them songs. But now listen, sing them. Like, Yes, they can. Okay. I agree. Yes, they can. I mean, because if not, then then I'm then y'all exit me out of fifty percent of uh of the market. That's right. You can't do me like that, girl. I'm trying to get this money. And technically, the song is about men. Yeah. 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 And and that's why I had added those things like in the beginning where I said, um, "Hey, daddy, when you gonna stop playing?" Like I wanted it to be. I didn't want it to just be like stepping on. Like I wanted it to be like. 
You don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Yeah. He says that to me every morning, yo. What's that? Hey, daddy, when you gonna stop playing? I didn't know where the hell he was getting that from. <laughs> this guy is crazy. He plays Please stop. Why, why is the album titled Seven Seven Seven? And I see you got it tatted on you next to the yin and the yeah, yang. Yeah, I've been had this tatted on me for like. This is one of my first tattoos. So seven always been like my favorite number. It's God's number. God's number. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone who I love favorite number is seven. Like my grandma, my daddy, everybody favorite number is seven. Triple, you know, overcome six six six. And baby, we I'm God's child, baby. I'm God's favorite, matter of fact. So you know, I don't play about that. So, but when I changed my name to Lotto in reference to the lottery, like casino, jackpot, whatever. It became a part of my brand then, but it just kind of just fell in place because it was already something that meant a lot to me anyways. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the album and stuff, I just wanted to, like, with the previous name, just harboring that negative energy and stuff, I just wanted to, like, turn over a new leaf, like, new chapter, new era. And I think it's been manifesting, like, good things. Mm-hmm. No, I like that, especially the whole 666 thing. It's like, yo, why not flip that? Yeah. And let's do God, 777. Right. Yeah, because like I be seeing people do that. I be like, what, what the f- wrong with y'all? Mm-hmm. We don't do that. Uh-uh. Who was your faith growing up? Christianity. Christianity. Sure. Yeah, we don't play like my grandma. Like you ain't touching that food unless, unless you say grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, now another big conversation is who's from Atlanta. Clearly not me. No, I'm just like <laughs> why is there such a big conversation about who's from Atlanta, who's not from Atlanta, who's around on the outskirts of Atlanta, who's oh, in Atlanta? I don't think I don't think it's just Atlanta though. Like Amaretta was really just saying like. Cause so many other people from different cities was relating to it too. She was just speaking from Atlanta, like they'd be like, "Oh, if you're not from the actual city, don't claim the actual city." But baby, I'm one thing about it, I'm gonna let you know I'm from Clayco. I'm gonna let you know that. But to the masses, to the world, y'all probably never even heard of Clayco. So to the world, I'm from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really people not from there that just be like, "Oh yeah, she's from Atlanta," and yeah. y'all represent Atlanta too, like yeah. the culture of it. Yeah, and you got on the remix. Yeah, because I'm I. I f*** with Amaretta. Like, she hard. Like, she could rap. And yeah, I understood know. what she was saying. Like, it wasn't no shade. Like, people was trying to flip it into this thing. Like, oh, she's shading you. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I ain't taking a shade. Like, I'm like, she, literally, she said, like, she said what she said. It's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy that people could have started, like, a beef? Because you know how yeah. fans want to jump in and be like, oh, she talking crazy about you. Imagine if you would have fed into that and been like, man. Yeah, I could have. I could have for sure, like. Mm-hmm. They do that a lot, especially with female rappers. Like, they do that. They can't wait to pin y'all against each other. And that's why I always say nine times out of ten when the girls is beefing or they got an issue, underlying issue, it don't be them. Like, we were really, we got so much stuff to relate to in real life. We got so many stories that we can tell each other and be like, girl, you going through that? I'm going through that, too. Like, mm-hmm. it be the blogs and the fans and stuff. And it's really not fair to us because in real life, we would probably get along. Does online harassment ever like impact your your mental health and your emotional yes. well being? Yes. Yeah. Like I'm going through that right now. Like trying to find me time and like self care. Like make sure my mental is straight. Cause when it's, I always say when it when it starts to not be fun no more, I'm gonna take a break and recollect. But I'm on tour and stuff, so it's like. Is it fun now? It's fun. It's fun. Like I'm I'm not gonna let that distract me and take away. You know my happiness. This this my second project with RCA. It's my first tour and I'm selling out like crazy. Like I want to enjoy it. It's funny until you get online. Like I saw something where you they was messing with you about having a small stage, which wasn't a small stage. It's three thousand people. First of all, I'm in Santa Cruz. First of all, selling out a thousand people. A thousand people in Santa Cruz is not coming out to see new artists. Period. So I'm gonna pop it. That's why. 
I'm still trying to find, you know, the times where it's appropriate <laughs> to talk back in his life. I like how the Clayton County came out, but then you remember the media training. That dude, you, but, I mean, <laughs> but, but why is it bothering? Because you've been on stages that held 40, 50,000, 60,000 yeah. festivals, and then a but small they, market doesn't matter. I think what, what irritates me is because it be so many people that's not in the industry speaking on stuff that have to do with the industry. Like, y'all don't have no clue of what's going on. Y'all be impressed by these big old stages when I post Rolling Loud or I post um, Made in America. Y'all be like, oh my God, you made it, you made it. Them people is here to see a hundred other people. They is not here just to see me. Like, That's right. Them people in that room screaming word for word songs that I dropped five years ago. So, that hit different. Alright, we got more with Big Lotto when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Dan. When you gonna stop playing? I could be a fantasy. I could tell you got big, big energy. It ain't too many of them that can handle me. But I might let you try it out the Hennessy. Make them sing to this thing like a melody. And if your girl ain't right, I got the remedy. It ain't too many of them that can handle me. Bad chick, I could be a fantasy. Tell me how you want it. Three, two, one, and I'm on it. Feel good, don't it? Hood chick, you in a bunny. I'ma bust it on the pole like honest. Aren't you being honest? Juicy, mini made, but can't do it one mini man. Not a side or a main. I'm the only one he entertain. Spending his mind in the bank. I like what I see. A boss like you need a boss like me. Daddy from the street, so he move low key. Tryna rock that mic like karaoke. On the count of three, bad, get money. Broke to the left when I want it. I'm the one they love to hate, but they can't get past. Pretty face, no waste in a big old bed. Bad chick, I could be a fantasy. I could tell you got big, big energy. It ain't too many of them that can handle me. But I might let you try it off the Hennessy. Make them sing to this thing like a melody. And if your girl ain't right, I got the remedy. It ain't too many of them that can handle me. Bad chick, I could be a fantasy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Big Lotto. Her album comes out this Friday, 777. Charlamagne? You do realize that most of these people on social media are just mad that you win it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I think because I did the rap game like so long ago, I been got like that dragging on Twitter and stuff. And that's not new to me. Mm-hmm. It's not new to me. So it's like. I still got to figure out when it's not appropriate to clap back. Because <laughs> y'all got the label offering me media training and stuff now. When you was on, you was on Big Boy and, and you uh, talked about working on the album and having a problem clearing. Yeah. And then everybody looked at your track list and tried yes. to see what artist that was. It's yeah. like a hip-hop who done it at this point. And then Kodak yeah, posted I today. Was not... He said, that, that mulatto girl is not talking about me, homie. I just seen that before I walked in. I, my intentions was not to, like, make this a whole thing. I just was looking at it as, like, I'm a new female rapper in the game. I wish somebody could have gave me some insight about how this stuff really go. Like, you hear, like, oh, female rappers have it harder, but I really wanted to give, like, a little insight as to, like, what specifically makes it harder for a female rapper. I didn't want it to, like, distract from the music or anything. So, like, I kind of wish, in a way, I didn't say that. How did that person react? Because I'm sure at that point, it's like, well, I don't, Want to be on the album because not everybody gonna be looking I'm at sure me. I haven't heard. I'm cursing you out. I haven't heard from them. Yeah. Have well, you, you know what? If you did that, you should be ashamed yeah. and not want to. You know, like what are you supposed to do if you if a guy did that to you? He should really just shut up and yeah. like, or even apologize. Yeah. Or yeah, or apologize. That that would mean because I don't. I mean, I'm not here to raise nobody. I'm just speaking on like what I go through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I'm allowed to do that 
to a certain extent. Social media is trying to turn it into this thing where it's like, oh, I'm trying to clout chase or like silence my experiences. So I think you live in your truth. Yeah. You know, and if your intentions are to help the next person coming behind yeah. you, like, why not? Because these are yeah. things that we've always heard about, right? right. Like, women are going but you don't right even now. know specifically what, like, people always say, oh, it's harder for a female rapper, it's harder for a female rapper, but specifically, what do we be dealing with that people don't know? That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. it's not even just other artists. It'd be managers, producers. Yeah. Oh, I'm, that's why I was, I was really shocked by that, because I'm like, oh, that's what got y'all shook? Oh, y'all would. Long that was just, sure. yeah. How, how does that make you, like, if you want to do a record with somebody or you yeah. want to collaborate, now do you say, well, I'm going to get my manager to reach out because I don't oh, want that's, that. Oh, that's what it always be, though. Like, they even switched it like that. They like, oh, well, why would you even reach out to that person? I don't even do that. I don't do business like that. It's always through management. I don't even. It shouldn't have to be like that, though. If you feel the artist and be like, I think he sound dope on this record, you should be able to be like, yo, bro, I think we should collab. And it shouldn't be a problem, you know? It shouldn't. But, but her reality is reality is it it most likely will be or that will like you know do something that offends you or try to cross the boundary or whatever so i always like especially with male rappers was it kodak i don't want to say who it was mm. yeah i so, just feel like because it's going to distract from the music and my intentions is not to get anyone dragged or anything i just wanted to speak from like what what do i deal with i don't specifically want someone to you know get dragged or that cancel culture is a mother. Did other female artists, other female rappers hit you up after that to be like, thank you, yeah. girl, for speaking up? Yeah, they did. And I thought that was real dope. And hopefully, without the mess and the drama, hopefully more people can feel comfortable to speak up. So it's been like that from day one? Like, even when you were just an aspiring rapper trying to get on, it's been like that? Mm-hmm. Man. What did your man have to say about all this? He tried to stay out the way. Um, I tried to keep him out the way, too. Cause I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want him to have any pressure or like feel like he gotta defend me, like I'm straight. Cause that had to be hard for him to hear too, yeah. especially when you tell him. I know he like, I yeah. wanna, yeah, for sure. But I think when you dating a female rapper, you just gotta, you gotta know some stuff just gonna come with it. Did Was that what did he hear it on the Big Boy interview? No, I, t- I, t- I, t- I t- yeah, yeah, I tell him everything. Yeah. He don't like want to go step to the guy. Like, let me go talk to him. I don't know what he want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because I, I can feel your energy come down as soon as you start talking, talking about, about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I just, it just been, like, too much. It been too much. That's why I'm just ready for the album to come out, the remix. The remix got cleared, like, just in time. Like, mm-hmm. that that was a whole nother thing that was just on my mental, like, when I tell you, I've been stressed out with a K. Stressed. 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 <laughs> but it's okay, because God got me, and I really feel like, Everything I'm going through right now is just prepping me for what's to come. What perception uh, did you have of the industry that, that once you got in, you realized it was all wrong? Yeah, I got to think. I was I was rapping at eight years old. Yeah. I did the rap game at 16, so I thought everything was peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, I just get my makeup done and shoot videos, and then I be number one on Billboard. That's how it go. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, you know, as a kid coming into it. But I think it made me, it made me like, grow up faster because I had to see... You know, as a as a kid, like, dang, this stuff not sweet. Like, people, they, they don't give a f- Damn, what was your first, like, rude awakening? My first rude awakening? I, I don't even remember my first. Was it before the rap game or after that or during? Probably, probably like, during, after the rap game stuff. Do you regret that at all? Because uh, you had to prove so much that you wasn't a reality rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that I got through it, no. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Because it was a lot to get through. It really was. Now that I got through it, no. But going when, like, you know, the ups and downs of, like, trying to get away from that image that I was first introduced to the world as and, like, the music changing and just growing up in general, like, that, it did make me be like, man, I wish I never did this shit. But now I'm grateful because it just shows people, like, this ain't overnight. People been seeing me. You know, I've been working, like, so it's cool now that I've overcame it and it's like, oh, I see her come up. I respect it. Now, you also have the song Trust No Bitch on the album. Yeah. Do you feel like being in a position that you're in, people do try to come at you? Because you know how you try to go for somebody who's winning to get attention. Yeah. Yeah, I really think that. And I just, that's not going to stop. The only thing that I can control is my response to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to learn how to, like, they going to they gonna gun for you. They going to try to provoke you. And if you let them, then they're going to keep doing it. I just got to go Beyonce on these bitches. And go silent. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's hard, though, because your, your, your era grew up on that. Yeah. You know? And then I'm still me. Like, I look, like, it's hard to look at yourself from third per- person point of view. So when the label be like, oh, you got this and this now. Like, yeah, but it's hard for me to look at myself mm-hmm. like that. Like, if you disrespect me, I'm on your ass. It's hard for me not to be. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I think I only find it disrespectful when I actually know the person. Yeah. Like people I don't know, it's like ghosts. It's like, yeah. all right, what am I going to do? Shoot it a ghost? Of, I wish I thought of it like that. One day I'm going to be like you. You can. <laughs> One day. You got a chance to have a conversation with Holly Berry. Yeah. How was that? Holly Berry, Holly Berry. <laughs> she looks so good. First of all, she looks so good. I'm like, girl, I want to grow up and look like you. She looks so good. She Did was you so genuine. you asked or was it already set up? It was already set up. Oh, okay, because you probably shouldn't say that, but it was. The weirdest sexual request the actress ever received. No, first of all, I really want to put emphasis on, I'll probably get in trouble for this, but I want to put emphasis on that these questions was pre-written because when I seen them, I said, that is disrespectful to ask Halle Berry. That is disrespectful. My grandma would slap me on the head. So why you ain't listen to your grandma? But they was like, that she said it's okay. So I'm oh, like, oh, got you. Okay. <laughs> so when I seen her, I was like, conversations. I guess so. I'm like, y'all sure she said it's okay. So I'm like, girl, did you see this? Oh, you asked before? Yeah, I'm like, did you see this? Oh, see that? Okay, yeah. I was like, I thought it was disrespectful. She was like, no, girl, no, girl. So I'm like, okay. What if they was punking you? And then she was like, what? I can't believe. That would be mean. That would be mean. (laughs) (laughs) That would be mean. Don't set me up with Halle. All right, we got more with Big Lotto. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Big Lotto. Her album comes out this Friday, seven seven seven. It's something about you that's very grounded. Really? Yeah. What, what is you, What does that mean? Grounded? Grounded, like just a humility about you, like yeah. you know. And and I, and I feel like you were that way before you got in the game. So where do you mm-hmm. where do you contribute that to? Probably I what that, I was saying. Tri- contribute or attribute. I think it's It's some type of beauty. It's a (laughs) beaut. I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, I'm really just grateful to be where I'm at. I don't take it for granted because it didn't happen overnight. And I really put in the work. And I've been told no so many times. I done dealt with so much stuff behind closed doors to get to where I'm at. So I just appreciate it. What did your people want you to do coming up? Like, your grandma, your your mom? Like, what did they want you to do? It's so crazy because most people, like, family don't support, like, an artistic job. Like, they like, oh, go to college, Mm da-da-da. But my my folks never did that. Your dad managed you, right? Yeah, my daddy managed me. Mm -hmm. My mama did my business management. And everybody, it was just, like, a family effort thing. Like, my daddy used to pay 
for me to be on shows like, bro, can she hit the stage? I get two hundred dollar right now. Like they they supported me a hundred percent. That's probably what attributes to Yeah. How does she feel now though? Because it's like you know he's still always in protective mode. Yeah. So when he hears something, I'm sure he's ready to go get a a, a baseball bat or hammer and go up somebody's head. Yeah, he Even don't play by me for sure. <laughs> he don't play by me for sure, but I think for the most part he's just happy to see me. You know doing what we what we pray for and what we prepare for for so long you're a daddy's girl i don't know because when i was younger i used to be a daddy's girl but then i you know when i'm getting into like my grown woman where when i think i'm a grown woman like 16 mm-hmm. i became more of a mommy's girl. how'd your dad deal with that because you were drag racing with him you was his little yeah boy. i know and then all of a sudden you i really was i, mean, I know like, put them sneakers back on it be, it still be, I'm not even going to act like we just got it down pat. We still be, like, back and forth. Like, we get on each other's head. We have our time where we not f-ing with each other because it's a lot to have, you know, your parent involved in your business, especially when they seeing you popping it like a willy. Mm-hmm. It get a little weird. But we figuring <laughs> it out, and I know he got my best interest at heart regardless. And he know I love him to death. And I yeah, like I think- when you talk your shit on those songs, though. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, but I do be thinking, like, I wonder what her I wonder what. <laughs> Everybody be saying that. Everybody be saying that. I think we just we just figuring it out as we go. Like, how do you f like a thug? What? (laughs) A a song on the album. When you f him like a thug. What your dad say about that song? (laughs) He ain't heard that. He (laughs) He ain't heard heard that one. You can't play all the stuff. You just let them just read the track list and they know which ones to skip. (laughs) Lord have mercy. How do you explain that? How do you do that? Okay, f him like a thug. It's just like taking authority. It's just me like not playing the like laid back role. It's just me like finger to getting on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slap them. Maybe. Maybe. See, I think fathers we just protective <laughs> and like <sighs> it's anxiety. You have you have a lot of anxiety when you have children. Period. But when you have daughters, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So yeah. you just you're you're overly protective. And I guess I can see what that could come off as like, give me some space, pops. Yeah. And that's what it, it was a lot of that in like in the beginning stages, like when I'm fresh off the rap game and I'm like getting my first car, my first apartment. I remember being like, okay, I want to cuss in my music now. And he was like, no. How old were you <laughs> at the time? I was probably like 17. I get it. 17, still kind of, you know. I, went, I wasn't trying to talk about popping it like a wheelie. I was just trying to be like, man, f*** <laughs> But he was like, yeah, no. And I loved when I saw you on Angie Martinez and what you said about... uh you hate us. And you was like, if, they, if they're if hating on me, yeah. you just might as well figure out a way to be a fan. Yeah, because, baby, I'm going to try to prove you wrong. They always say that about me. Like, you know what's so crazy? Big Energy, it debuted on the Bubbling Under um, on Billboard. And I was like, okay, babe. Everybody was making fun of me. They're like, oh, yeah, you thought this was going to go up? It's Bubbling Under. Okay. Now I'm number 14. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. So that's what your dad need to do. Your dad need to say, I bet you can't stop rapping about sex. No, then I'm gonna play him another song where I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you the little kid that used to make come rap at holidays? <laughs> like when all the family was around, Lotto, come do that little rap and that dance. No, you I, I, they would make me dance. Okay. Which is so crazy because I swear up and down I can't dance no more. I don't know what it left my body, but I used to think I was gonna be a background dancer. Really? I was reading one of my um, journals from <laughs> elementary the other day, 
And they was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said I was going to be Beyonce's backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Not a bad goal, but there's bigger goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, life is crazy. Man, I want to talk about some of these lyrics and songs, but I'm going to save it for lip service or something. Oh, shit. I'm what scared else? of lip service. That's no, why I, I'm glad when we when we did it the other time it was, it was on Zoom. Zoom. I was like, ooh, child. <laughs> no, wait till we get you in person. But you talk so much on your songs that yeah. it's just hard for us not. <laughs> have, you, have you ever done a sex tape? Yeah. Welcome daddy. to the service. <laughs> Lotto Daddy. Yeah. Are you scared that it's like, do you have it? Did you erase it? No, what I'm you? sure it's long gone. You sure? sure? Yeah. <laughs> daddy! You have one? Wait, like my first relationship. That's about to be an NFT. Why would you even <laughs> no, say that, it's Lotto? Not. It's gone. It's gone. You sure? Yeah. Is he gone? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> she said that very long gone. He long gone. But, but he's not dead. He just she don't mess with him no more, right? Or yeah, no, no, no. He not dead. Okay. Oh. I'm not trying to say that. I don't wish that on him. I'm just he's saying he's long gone. He dead to me. <laughs> long gone. I don't like this. This is getting awkward. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even like that. that I, don't, I don't do it. This is like before I was like super late. I don't do that no more. Like me and my man, we don't do it. No more taping, no more. Not even no. on the phone. I mean, that like, this Based is awkward. Anyway. <laughs> this is awkward. Does your daddy know about this? <laughs> no. Do your daddy know about what you do? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He don't know. As he shouldn't. What is he going to say when he sees this, this interview, Lotto? <laughs> He just gonna, he gonna skip to the next part. <laughs> he gonna wait for y'all to change the subject. Right, well, Big Lotto. Let's get into a record now. What you wanna, you wanna go into Wheelie or you wanna do the remix featuring Nicki? Which one? Y'all is crazy. <laughs> I don't want your dad to hear Wheelie. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want the first to hear time. Y'all is crazy. <laughs> let's get into Wheelie oh, featuring no. 21 Savage. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I love 21, by the way. <laughs> Big Lotto. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Colin Kaepernick. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So David Robinson, who is a famous football trainer, he works with uh, Colin Kaepernick, said that multiple NFL teams have contacted him to ask about Colin Kaepernick after he recently had a workout with him. And here is what he had to say. Uh, yeah, man, he has a very strong arm, um, very accurate. Uh, mechanics are still good. I was very impressed with um, how well he took charge of the huddle um, and, and getting guys aligned and things of that nature. Um he definitely has the ability, you know, to play um, on somebody's roster. Like right now, like a couple of guys that were in the session that were on NFL teams were saying that his arm is, you know, just the strongest guys that we got on our roster right now and can play. So, yeah, he looked real good. Yeah, he hasn't lost a step at all. So at least five teams have inquired about him. I believe okay. it when I see it. What, did they inquired, Or that if he makes it if onto he a team? makes it to the NFL. I don't see it, but I believe it when I see it. All right, now Sierra has joined the cast of the Color Purple musical film, and she'll play Nettie, the younger sister of Celie, who's played by Fantasia. And so the um, younger version is going to be played by Halle Bailey. It sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. I think... Um, when do they start? So when do they start filming? Yeah. I'm not sure when they start filming, but it's produced by Steven Spielberg and Oprah. The cast is also featuring Taraji, 
uh, Danielle Brooks, also David Allen Greer, Louis Gossett Jr., and her. That's dope. That's yeah. a dope cast. Mm-hmm. And depending on what age you are, you've been acting out scenes from The Color Purple your whole damn life. Okay. Yeah, so. But they are going to start filming sometime this month, they said, in Georgia. Okay. All right, now, um, Captain America actor Anthony Mackie, he is purchasing 20 acres. He's going to build a production studio in New Orleans. That's, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, so he trained in acting at the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts, and his decision to develop projects there is a really big win for the local economy and community. So shout out to them. New Orleans is a great place to film. Dropping a clue bounce for Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. All right, now Kid Cudi is going to be directing and starring in Netflix's Teddy, which is co-produced by Jay-Z. So he said, if I could sum up what the movie is about in one sentence, I'd say this. It's as if I took the song Pursuit of Happiness and wrote a movie about it. I added a lot of my own personal struggles and experiences in it. So this film is very close to my heart. I know that deep down this movie will help people in the same ways my music has. I'm continuing my mission. So Kid Cudi wrote that and he's also starring in it. Okay. Dropping a clue bombs for Kid Cudi. Why not? Kid Cudi stayed with a lot of lives, man. Like it's a whole generation of kids that actually worship Kid Cudi, and we'll say Kid Cudi's, you know, music actually kept him alive. Mm. All right, now, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, has made a donation to Habitat for Humanity International and 84 of its United States affiliates. It is the largest publicly disclosed donation from Mackenzie Scott since she pledged to give away the majority of her wealth. You know how much she's worth? How much? A lot. $48 billion. Oh, my goodness. How much did she give away? $436 $436 million. She got a long way to go. But that's just Sheesh. one donation to Habitat for Humanity. So this is over time. So, yeah, I mean, that's a huge donation. And the CEO Yikes. of Habitat for Humanity International said, we could not be more excited to get this gift at a time when, in some ways, the state of housing affordability is the worst that it's been in modern times. Her, her and Bill Gates' wife, they, uh, they do a lot of philanthropy. Yeah, and they don't discuss most of it. So this is like her largest publicly disclosed donation. But there's a lot of things that she does uh, give away. She actually gave who's, away over $8 billion in the past two years. Who's the one that's always given to HBCUs? It's one of them. They're all always giving a lot of money to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? You know, for after the hour, we're just going to simply have a discussion about why you shouldn't hold your farts for nobody. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Donkey, donkey, that's pretty funny. Where's Charlemagne the devil? <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, March 23rd goes to Vivian de Quarez, a.k.a. Polka. I know I pronounced her name all wrong. I hope I got Polka right. Uh, but she's a Brazilian singer. I never heard of her, but I am sending her healing energy this morning. This is a teachable moment. Uh, and I'm sending her healing energy because she needs it, okay? I want to tell you all something this morning, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Actually, I don't mean it from the bottom of my heart. I simply mean it from my bottom. Okay. There is someone out there. 
There is someone out there right now who needs to hear the words that are about to come out of my mouth. There is someone somewhere right now who is going through what I am about to discuss. Maybe somebody in this room. Okay, they are holding something in that they want to get out to the world. And I need you to know, don't hold it in anymore. Okay? I know it hurts. Okay? I know it hurts to let it go, but sometimes it hurts more to hold on. And I am giving you permission this morning to let it go, let it go, let it go. Okay, I know you can't hold it back anymore. I don't care if you're in a car with people, on public transportation with people, under the covers with, with your loved one, in a room full of people, ma'am or sir or they. If you have to fart right now, do it! Okay? Let it go. Let All it right? Go. Airbrush your boxes. Let off a 21 anal salute. If folks next to you have to feel a little backdoor breeze, do it. They will live, but you possibly won't if you hold your farts in. That's what happened to Polka. Okay, that's why she's getting donkey of the day today. She was sent to the hospital to be treated for trapped gas because she didn't want to fart in front of her boyfriend. All right? Let me hear some fart sounds, right? Let me get me in the mood. I need something harder than that. I need something wet. Nah, that means you're trying. You're forcing it. I like the natural ones. They're like, there you go. <laughs> All right? Poker. Poker. All right, poker. Red. <laughs> Let that man go. If you don't tell him, you can't tell him when to stop farting. All right. Got it all out, Red? Right. Polka, what are you doing, baby girl? Okay, you're not on farting terms with your boyfriend, so you held them in. How many of y'all out there are not on farting terms with your significant other, so you hold them in? And if you don't want to fart around them, why didn't you just go to the bathroom, Polka? I do it all the time. Why? Because I don't fart. fart. Uh, I don't hold my farts for nobody, but also I don't fart in my clothes. Okay, I don't fart in my clothes. When I need to blow my big brown horn, I go into the bathroom, pull my pants down, and I let that brown horn brass choir sing. Okay? Now, Polka is 27 years old, and she shared her gas problems with her 15.7 million followers on Instagram. She wrote, and I quote, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. She then assured her followers she is all right. And then she added, but that's, but that's it, guys. I'm now fine. Just an accumulation of trap farts. She then went on to encourage her followers to pass when freely. She said, and I quote, girls, don't be ashamed to fart in front of your guy. Uh, because what's really embarrassing is not letting your guy sleep because you're in discomfort. Going to the hospital with your guy and the diagnosis being trap farts, end quote. To be honest. I didn't know trap gas was a thing, but according to the New York Post, it occurs when methane does not move through one's intestines normally, causing sufferers sharp pain or discomfort in their abdomen. Give me a fart, Red. Wow. <laughs> no. All right, Red. Now, I don't be on TikTok, okay? I do have a TikTok, at C to God, C-T-H-A-G-O-D, but it's strictly for books. I think book talk is an amazing hashtag, and I love the fact that literacy and literature is being pushed so heavy with that hashtag. Drop on the clues bond for book talk, damn it. Okay? You know, you walk in Barnes & Nobles now, you see a whole book talk section. So, yes, when I do post TikTok videos, it's about books. Okay, I love to read, and I have a book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing with Simon & Schuster, so it makes sense. But there's a lot of other information on TikTok. For example, this doctor named Karen Rajan, who back in September warned people about the dangers and health risk of holding in your farts. Listen to what she had to say. 
but I'll tell you some important facts about farts. On average, people fart 14 times a day. The more, the merrier. If someone tells you they don't fart, they're lying and you should disown them immediately or they've got a bowel obstruction, which is a medical emergency. Your average daily fart volume is enough to fill up a medium-sized balloon. Happy birthday. The first fart of your day is usually the largest. 75% of farts are produced by bacteria in the large intestine. Digested food that isn't broken down is chewed up by bacteria that produce microscopic farts and these microscopic farts accumulate and become one of your regular farts. 25% of farts is swallowed air that you don't burp and dissolved gases from the blood making its way into your intestines. 99% of a fart is non-smelly gases, usually hydrogen, methane and carbon dioxide. Hydrogen and methane are flammable, which is why you can light a fart on fire, not recommended. The 1% of farts that do stink are volatile sulfur compounds like hydrogen sulfide. If you hold in a fart too long, it can be reabsorbed into your blood circulation and breathed out when you exhale. The noise of a fart is a combination of anal sphincter vibrations and the percussion of butt cheeks against each other. Fart velocity and butthole tightness determine the sound. Anal embouchure. First of all, I didn't misgender the man. His name is Karan. Okay. <laughs> Apologies, Karan. Didn't mean to reduce you to a messy white woman named Karen. What was that term? Pressing the butt cheeks together for percussion? Yes. That was an amazing, amazing uses of words. Drop on the clues bombs for Dr. Karan. Your okay. farts could catch fire? I guess. All right. That's not what I got from that. What I got from that <laughs> is if you hold in a fart too long, it can be reabsorbed into your bloodstream and breathed out when you exhale. You know what that means? That means that yeah. the next time somebody tells you that your breath smells like doo-doo, it's because it really does smell like doo-doo. Let me hit mask ass, right? <laughs> All right, Red. Clear it out. Clear the colon out, Red. There you go. There you, there you go. Okay. Red recorded himself this morning just to play this. Yes. That sounds like a shark. If somebody did that around you, you would say to them, bro, you might need to go to the doctor. Something's wrong. Actually, nothing is wrong. Everything is right. Okay? What's the moral of the story? You got to let your butt burp. Okay, you gotta let those flagrant fuzzies fly. When you are having rectal tremors, let that cornhole clap, okay? And if, you, <laughs> and if your health isn't reason enough to let your farts go, then just know you should fart nowadays because at the present moment, farting is the only gas we can afford. Please give poker the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. Of the day, Ooh, you are the donkey <laughs> of the day. Yee-haw. I'm a father. Hey, Nick, 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 no. Nick, uh, Nick, the camera guy, our digital guy, Nick, drop on the clues, bombs for Nick. He just sprayed for breeze. <laughs> As if those farts were real. <laughs> and we definitely know Envy's You smell something, right? No, I'm a farter. We know. Like you smell something. I don't fart in my clothes. I'm a farter, too. I just don't fart in my clothes. I'm a farter. Mm. And my wife taught me something, too. She taught you how to fart? No. Well, me, yeah, she did. Let me tell you. Wild. She said if, if you're in bed, right, and you want to mm. fart, but you don't make no noise, you just spread your cheek, and it just... So that's why you just randomly do that sometimes? No, you don't need no excuse to play with your butt. That's why <laughs> if, if that's what you want to do, if you want to spread those cheeks with your own hands, do it, Kane. Envy does right. that spread, all the spread, time in here. Now we know it. why. And you don't hear it. it, it it's no... It's... That makes sense, though, because the doctor said... Yeah. The doctor said that the butt cheeks pressed together caused the percussion. Right. So if you spread them... You, it's, yeah, okay. So if you if you in bed with your boo, you don't want your boo to know you fought and you just... Spread, spread your, your own ass Spread your own ass Boy, y'all is some kinky. That's why y'all got six kids. <laughs> Only got four. Y'all is kinky. You in the bed spreading your own ass cheeks. Oh, my God. Gear getting you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this is something new we learned today. I just spread your cheeks for no reason. Thank you for that tip, Emmy. Ain't even no doctor around. You ain't getting no colonic, no nothing. You just you know how many people are trying this right now thanks to you. It works. Ain't no colonoscopy happening. You just in there spreading your cheeks for no reason. You know when you're in the bed and you got a fart, but you don't want it to do because you don't want to. I better never hear you be uncomfortable comfortable about getting a colonoscopy. Okay. Hey, you know, it's crazy. Envy does sit up here and randomly spread his cheeks. I spread them. And I did not know why he was doing spread that. Spread him. Oh, my goodness. He's searching you for contraband. <laughs> you want to search for contraband, Ray? No. All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Up next. You didn't press the cheeks. Spread the cheeks, boss. Spread the cheeks. Up next, ask Envy if you have any questions about how to spread your cheeks. <laughs> ask ye. 800 585 Next time somebody fought around me in my head, I'm going to say that. I'm like, you know you can spread your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't make that noise. Ask ye. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Ask Good morning. Envy. The Breakfast Club. Come on, Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? This Tattoo from Columbus, Ohio. Hey, what's up, man? What's your question for Ye? Uh, pretty much, my question is, I have a ex-fiance that um, we kind of have a long-distance relationship I moved to California at, for a point of time and was faithful. She decided to talk to someone else. Mm-hmm. My question is, is that right? Is it right that she cheated on you? It's not, I mean, I guess not really cheated on me because we weren't together, but I stayed faithful with the but, hopes of being together still. Well, first of all, if you guys weren't together, she didn't have any obligation. There, there's no staying faithful. To who? If you're single, that's a de- I mean, more, that's a decision more, that you made. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't an agreement. She just decides when we're together and when we're not. And then what? So what power do you have in this relationship? We share two kids together. Okay, it's not really power, but we that we and then we're also high school sweethearts. If you're not happy with the uh, the arrangements, and you're saying that she decides when you're together and you're not. You know, you don't have to be okay with that. Yeah, I understand. You know, and if you guys weren't together, like you said, and she got in another relationship, she's not really wrong. To me, I, I want, at the, all in all, I want to be together with her. That's all I really wanted for this past 17 years is just us to be committed to each other. And that's not what she wants. Apparently not. Well, sir, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but you have to accept that if one person doesn't want to be with the other person, it won't work. That's true. You know, and taking her back every single time and she's doing whatever she wants to do. And like you said, dictating when you're together and when you're not, that doesn't work for you. That's not fair to you. So in order for you to be able to be happy and move on with your life, you know, she probably looks at it like he'll always be there for me. Kind of. Kind of. I think we have like a dependent relationship mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I Not to say I've been a peach the whole time. Like I, I've done my dirt cheated and you've been through the whole line it's been 17 years but at the end of the day I, I just want her I don't want anybody else. right but if she's not in agreement if she's not in agreement with that you can't force somebody to be with you if that's not what they want well she tells me she doesn't know right so right now she doesn't know so you can't act like you're in a I mean look if you choose not to be with anybody else because you know that's what you want and you're laser focused on that that's a decision you made 
So you can't be upset with what decision she makes because you guys are not together. You have to accept so, that. I mean, I can accept that. So should I just like remain faithful in my mind like until she's ready? That's up to you. She might never be ready, you know, and I feel like you're not ready to see anybody else and you don't have to force yourself to see someone if that's not what you want to do. But eventually, if this is not what she wants, you are going to have to move on. It's not going to do you any good to sit around and hope that one day she wants to be with you if that's, you know, she's moved on and she's dating somebody else. So I want you to be able to live your life and enjoy yourself and not set yourself up for disappointment either. It's true. I definitely uh, have discussions with my therapist about uh, such topics. And what does your therapist say? Um, I need to start doing things for myself. Right. Like be a little, just a little more selfish. And you're not going to find that right person if it's not her to make you happy. If you're so focused on that and you're not open to actually allowing yourself to be happy. Yeah, I, mean, I have friends, they're female, but it's like platonic. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of the best relationships start off as platonic friends. Nice. But, yeah, I mean, I was, you answered a lot of my questions. I, I, I hope she's hearing this right now. <laughs> and, you know, look, this is not to say that one day it might not work out. But in the meantime, you have to grow as a person. And I don't want you to be stuck waiting for something that may or may not happen. So uh, being selfish is probably a good thing right now, then, huh? Enjoy yourself. I will. Okay. Good Thank luck, you. bro. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, me. Yeah, you. Uh, my bad. Yeah, this is John. What's up, Angela Yee? <laughs> what's, what's up, man? What's, what's your question up? for Yee? Man, my question, like, so I met my girl, like, probably about four months ago, and, like, she met me as a school teacher, you know, like, nothing crazy, but my background, I, I'm a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was real with her about it, and... Now, like, she'll get in the car, like, it'll be a normal day. Four times out of the week, she'll get in the car, no questions. And then one random day, she's like, hey, is there any, a crazy amount of drugs in here? And I'm like, wait, where the hell is it coming from? Like, why did you ask you that? Okay, so she thinks you still do illegal things. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, she ain't even meet me on that. She just know about it from, like, me telling her about it. Right. Did you have anything in the car? <laughs> nah, besides me. <laughs> like, right. nah, that's, very, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, you were honest with her. You told her something. She asked you a question. She does this all the time. Yeah, like, it, it'd be random. Like, she might go a week and no questions asked, nothing normal, nothing crazy. And then out of the blue, just like, hey, um, have you been in the trap today? Like, what the heck? Like, where, where is it coming from? Right. Well, you guys have only been together for four months, right? Yeah. So I feel like it's still a getting to know each other period. But you should tell her, like, I don't do those things anymore. Why do you ask me these questions? Yeah, and I tell her that, and she met me, like, as a school teacher, so I don't even know where, like, she even come with it from, but it's wild. Like, How does it make you feel when she does that? Man, I feel like she uh, looking down almost, because she's an attorney, and she came from, like, a different background from me. Right, You so, well, you should tell her that. You should say, you know, it doesn't make me feel good when you ask me questions like that. It actually makes me feel like you're looking down on me. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I, I do it. You got to express yourself, especially it's the beginning of a relationship. You guys are getting to know each other. 
And so this is the time for you to really establish those things and express yourself to her. You know what else you could do? Get in the car with her and be like, yo, you don't have no drugs in here, do you? <laughs> yeah, she might kick me out if I try that. <laughs> but you should be able to tell her that, honestly. And you just tell her how it makes you feel so she can be aware of it. Michelle, Michelle. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad I got to finally talk to Miss Angela Yee. All right. I appreciate you, too. And, you know, All good right. luck with your relationship. For, oh, yeah. Also, man, y'all check me out on IG. Coach J850. Coach J850. All right. Yep. All right, brother. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about R. Kelly. We got to hear him sing from jail, but he did not sound happy about it. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I wish there were behind-the-scenes cameras here at The Breakfast Club. Why? Just a second ago. Charlamagne, you want to uh, tell the people what you did on the floor out here? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Missed it too. Mm. Well, he I, laid. I, I just hear a lie coming. That's all I know. You hear a lie coming. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Guys. The rumor report. Guys. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, one woman's dad is in jail with R. Kelly and. Uh, she actually had R. Kelly sing to her over the phone. I guess her dad called her from prison, and R. Kelly was there, and he did do it, but he didn't seem like he was excited about it. I wanted to ask you something. Can you sing a song for me? Love Letter? Did you get my call? Did you get my call? Yes, sir! Thank you. Man, after singing, y'all edited out the best part. Yeah, they edited out the long side. <sighs> you could tell he was exhausted. He probably gets asked to sing a million times. I'm sure a he does day. that a lot. He better for survival. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, uh, our, uh, Kels, come over here. Lord have mercy. <laughs> he was like, <sighs> would you woo, woo, woo? All right, now Miley Cyrus, M- Miley Cyrus is safe after her plane made an emergency landing. It was struck by lightning. Can That's you imagine? Crazy. No. She announced that it was caught in an unexpected storm. She said to my fans and everyone worried about to, after hearing about my flight to Asuncion, our plane was caught in a major unexpected storm and struck by lightning. My crew, band, friends, and family who were all traveling with me are safe after an emergency landing. But she was not able to fly into Paraguay. So she said, I, di- I love you. That's how she concluded the message after Man. that. Can you imagine? No, I was, that was scared the doodle out of me. You just go to sleep. And what would you do? Would you spread your cheeks? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Would you spread your cheeks right before the doodle came out? Would you <laughs> spread would your you cheeks on the plane in front that, of everybody? Emmy? Huh? And who even says that would scare the scared doodle, doodle out, out of me? I would say ish, but you can't curse. You can say something else. Just, you could have just said, I'd be scared. All right, now. That's a bullies. <laughs> No, I'm just saying it's weird. All right, Justin Bieber has dropped a defamation lawsuit against sexual assault accusers. There were two women who accused him of sexual assault nearly two years ago. And in March 2020, one woman, Danielle, went on Twitter to claim that Justin Bieber had sexually assaulted her in an Austin hotel room after a performance at South by Southwest. It's uh, that Those tweets have since been deleted. 
Uh, she said that the attack took place in March of 2014. Now, Justin Bieber and his legal team argued that the artist wasn't even at the location on the day of the alleged assault and was instead at a rental property with his then-girlfriend, Selena Gomez. He posted the pics I showed of me and Selena March 9th in Austin to make it clear that we were together that night and went from the venue to our Airbnb and never went to the Four Seasons. This is our Airbnb receipt where we uh, crashed with our friends. And then somebody else posted similar accusations via Twitter after that. She said that he had assaulted her in March 2015 in a New York City hotel. Again, Justin Bieber's attorneys insisted that he wasn't at the hotel at the time of the alleged attack. He was at a Met Gala after party and his lawyers claimed he was at the event until 4 a.m. in the morning and even offered photo evidence to support his alibi. He did file defamation suits that same month and he sought $20 million in damages. He said the claims were outrageous and fabricated lies. But now he has dismissed the compla- complaints against them. So not sure why, but he did. Did those two women ever really exist? Because it was random Twitter pages who posted those tweets. And didn't he have uh, Twitter tied up in that lawsuit as well? Yeah, so one woman was identified as Jane Doe. And Danielle, in court documents, was her name. And the other woman was listed as Khadija uh, Digibrain. But, you know, you don't have to say your name in these court documents. Yeah, but I thought he actually had had Twitter tied up in the lawsuit as well, just for having somebody be able to post those random accusations. Right, and then he was suing them for $20 million because they did actually, uh, you know, go to court. But uh, I'm not sure how what they decided or if he just decided to just drop it after all of this. So... That's Justin Bieber. All right. Now, there's a petition calling for Kanye's removal from Coachella, and that has gotten over 30,000 signatures. So I'm not sure if that's going to actually happen. But Tory Lanez has launched a petition, by the way, now in response to all of that uh, to keep our black men on Coachella and other festivals. So recently we told you about him tweeting out protect black men and all of that. So now he has his own petition uh, to make sure that black men can stay on Coachella and all other festivals as well. He said, I just made this because someone has to. I'm pretty sure Kanye won't be doing Coachella. Probably probably because he'll pull out. I think he's somewhere seeking healing right now. All right. Now, Vice President Kamala Harris, there is a book that's coming out and it's called This Will Not Pass, Trump, Biden and the Battle for America's Future. And there's some excerpts that people have been putting out right now um, of this book. Uh, It's coming out in May, but basically they're giving some inside information of what's going on in the White House. Uh, One of the excerpts talks about how Vice President Kamala Harris felt slighted by White House aides not standing when she entered into her room and that she took that as a sign of disrespect. And so she also, according to this book, worried that Biden staff looked down on her and she fixated on real and perceived snubs in ways that the West Wing found to be tedious. Um, and in response to that, though, people have said that are on the staff that there is a deep respect for uh, Kamala Harris in the White House. And there's other things that are in this book. Uh, according to this book, Jill Biden had issues and did not want uh, Biden to pick Kamala Harris as his running mate because she criticized him and attacked him so much. But according to Jill Biden's spokesperson, they said there are millions of people in the United States. Why? According to uh, Joe Biden's spokesperson, there's going to be a lot of stories coming out and a lot of people saying things about what happened in the White House and they're not going to respond to all of those things. But I understand that one. Yeah. You attack me the whole trail and then I pick you. And, you know, I mean, I get that. 
Yeah, so uh, the First Lady and her team do not plan to comment on any of those stories. But they're saying there's going to be some juicy excerpts coming out about this book uh, and a lot of different things like her and possible portfolio, including border security, uh, all other issues that she had. And some people are saying that she had fallen short of sky-high expectations. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. And also, shout out to everybody in Houston. You know I'm doing my uh, car show out there June 19th, which is Father's Day weekend. So uh, get your tickets. Uh, we're not doing the ties and mugs things. Uh, get your pops some tickets to the car show. It's a, a lot of fun, family fun. There's rides, carnival games, uh, NASCAR, monster trucks, bikes, uh, celebrity cars. It's Texas versus New York. So... We got a, a lot of things going on, so get your tickets if you haven't got them already. And the mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout the Lotto for joining us this morning. Big yes. Lotto. Big Lotto 777 comes out on Friday. That's right. And also, again, let me shout out to the New York Knicks last night. I DJ their HBCU Nights, where they uh, invite all the colleges down and uh, the colleges get to do different things. I was the DJ for the night. Uh, Howard University uh, student was uh, an announcer. Uh, they had uh, different uh, HBCUs doing the national anthem, uh, also a host of things. So shout out to in, uh, the New York Knicks and Madison Square Garden. I had a great time last night. I took my daughter out for date night. We had a wonderful time. So shout out to them. And Trey Youngboy, that boy's a beast, man. That boy is a problem. The Knicks suck. And that's sad because the Knicks were in the playoffs last year. We were. I don't know what happened. Randall, Randall's injured, though. What you mean Randall's injured? He's injured. He's not playing. That just happened. Oh, no. You've been playing all season. What are you talking about? <laughs> I needed an excuse. <laughs> I, needed, I needed something. And shout out to uh, World Wide West, too. What up, Wes? All right. When we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right. Charlamagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? I do, man. And this comes from one of my favorite people, uh, Dr. Nadra Tawab. Um, Dr. Nadra, man, she posted, repeat after me, for my peace, I'm allowing myself to evaluate my relationships with people and things that leave me feeling drained. I'm noticing when my body is physically reacting and instead of ignoring it, I'm taking action toward a more peaceful existence. I suffer when I dismiss what my body is trying to get me to notice. That should be law. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?